What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Drinks with Drea. I am your host, Miss Drea, and I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Um, so before I get started, I want to share my drink of choice for you guys tonight, and it is going to be 1800 silver with lime juice. You can also put in some margarita mix, or you can do a splash of roses lime with triple sec and sweet and sour. Um, if you want to go ahead and make a fresh margarita, but for me, I am keeping it simple and I am sipping on 1800 silver on the rocks, two ounces, of course, most drinks are always going to be two ounces and, uh, probably about two to four ounces of lime juice, Mr. Pure, but drink what you want to drink. You already know what it is. Um, so yeah, let's get right into it. So again, I'm trying to still find my formula when it comes to this podcasting thing. But one of the things that I'm very passionate about, and I've already made a show about it, and the show is called Protect Your Peace. Now, I listen to my own podcast because I like to play it back and just listen to it from an audience perspective. And I critique myself and say what I could have done differently. I noticed that I snort a lot, so I have to be conscious of that. Um, Unfortunately, it doesn't really give me the option to pause and resume how I would like to. So when that comes up, because, you know, we're learning more about the mucus in our body and where it comes from, etc. But I have a lot of mucus, so I'm always, you know, snorting all the time. And I'm like, that sounds terrible. So I have to work on that. But anyway, I listen back at my episodes because I want to, you know, critique myself, learn more about things that I can do differently. Um, to try to get better at this because this is all just the practice. This is just me getting comfortable speaking to an audience. This is just me getting comfortable um, expressing myself in the way um, that I need to express myself in order to get my message across. So I'm going to learn from these shows and I'm going to get better over time. But in the meantime, one of my absolute favorite shows is my Protect Your Peace episode that I published on May 23rd. So if you have not had a chance to listen to it, please, I urge you, when you're done listening to this show, go back and listen to Protect Your Peace. And I want to do a part two. And the reason for that is I'm super passionate about this. Protecting your peace is one of the most important things that we can do in order to positively affect the quality of our lives and we of our lives and we truly have 100% control over it. Maybe not 100 because one of my favorite quotes says life is 90% what happens to you. I'm sorry, I'm saying this all wrong. Life is 10% what happens to you. And 90% how you react to it. Let me say that again. Life, we're talking your full life, your whole overall experience sums up to this. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. And for me, that quote is super impactful because it's so true. We all have things that happen to us in our life, and most of it is out of our control. We don't control our parents. We don't control where we grew up. We don't control the education we receive. We don't control the people who we interact with. We don't control people who act out of character. Like, there's just so many things in this world that are out of our control. 
but the things that we the thing that we own the thing that we can have some control over is how we respond to certain situations so that's where I live as far as you know my zhuzh in life is all about my peace. It's all about controlling the things that I can. And for me, that is how I feel about things. And I've always been this way even long before I thought about things like peace of mind and, you know, being non-confrontational and just whatever. I never really put words to it or understood certain things, but I always knew it was important for me to be able to control how I felt. And I wanted to do a part two because I want to speak on this from um, specifically from an African-American lens, because many of us can think back to our childhood and how important fighting was in our community. Fighting was everything because it showed people that you weren't you weren't the one to mess with. It was something you got praised for. It's something that is expected of you um, to the point where you could be a child in a dangerous situation and adults will stand by watching and encouraging you to fight for yourself instead of protecting you. And we have a pressure as African-Americans in this country to be tough, to be hard. And you're shamed if you're not. If you're a person who'd rather walk away from a situation than engage you get criticized for it. You get called names. You're weak. You're a punk. You're afraid. And people shame you for not getting caught up in things that they feel you should get caught up in. You can't let people talk to you any kind of way. You can't let people treat you any kind of way. Don't let people walk around with your name in their mouth. Things that really have no bearing, no power, we put power into those things and expect each other to respond to it. And that's why we have to work extra hard when it comes to protecting our peace. We cannot allow others' expectations of us and how we should respond to something control our lives. I know many people personally who have gotten themselves in a whole heap of crap because of the expectation that was placed on them. You don't let people speak about you and say negative things. You know, I've heard the keep my name out of your out of your mouth so many times growing up. And I like to unpack this for a second if I can, because I always look at it like this. You have a name. Your parents give you a name. This is what you're called. And even with people saying your name, you have choices on on how you feel about it. There are certain people who will go hard if you mispronounce their name. You have people who are more lenient about it and understanding about it. You have people who um, get very offended if their name is being brought up in conversations that they are not a part of. And willing, so frustrated to the point they're willing to fight over it, you know. And it's this hyper-toxicity that we deal with within our community. And here's my take on it. It's my name. It's what I'm called. But I have a choice on if I respond or if I answer. I don't have to respond to you or engage with you because you know my name. What people talk about when you're not present, that's not your business. 
If people don't have anything better to do with their time than to sit around, (coughs) sorry, than to sit around talking about you, that is their problem, not yours. We have to be able to decipher what truly is our problem and what is other people's problem. Because people in this world live and thrive off of negativity. They live and thrive off of the downfall of others. They live and thrive over feeling superior to people by highlighting their weaknesses. And we have to be able to acknowledge that. All of that has nothing to do with you and all to do with that individual person. And we have to have enough strength and confidence and love for ourselves that we don't give a rat's ass about how another person feel or what another person got to say or what lies they want to spread in the atmosphere. You don't have to respond to it. You don't have to give a canned response on this happened to you. This should be your response. How many times have people tried to tell people if you're in a situation with your boyfriend and he does X, you should do Y. You can't tell people how to live their life. That's not your place. People are going to go through what they're going to go through so they can learn what they're going to learn and they're going to get better or they're going to stay the same. But either way, it don't concern you. But we put so much pressure on each other, specifically as black people, to respond to things a certain way. And when we fail to do it the accepted way or the way that someone else decided is the best way for us to respond to things, then we have to deal with the criticism of our peers of being called names. If you're in a relationship with someone and they dishonor you in one way or the other and you decide to to stick it out, you're getting judged for that. If you decide to walk away quickly, you're getting judged for that. You have to be able to decipher what is and is not your business. And a big piece of mind, a big piece of protecting your peace of mind is knowing when something just ain't your business. Other people's expectations of you is their business, not yours. Other people's expectations of how you're supposed to respond to something is their business and not yours. How other people view you and how you respond to situations, the way people talk about you when you're not present, the way people use your name and try to throw it in the mud, whatever it is that people on the outside try to do to you, you have to be able to be okay with knowing that even though it's your name, and that they're trying to throw in the mud and tarnish. That is not your business. Your business is you and how you respond to things, how you allow things in and out of your life, how you control the temperature within your life, how you protect your peace. That's your business. That is your business. We get too caught up in other people's business. We get too caught up in trying to be what other people want us to be. Respond how other people want us to respond. Nobody's going to have your back. When you respond in a way that they think you should respond to something and now you in jail for the rest of your life, those same people egging you on, girl, yeah, hit her in the head with a brick. Them same people, I never tolerate that stuff. She's got the right one because if it was me, I would do poop. Them same people, when you locked up because you done went too far and hurt somebody for real. And now your freedom has been taken from you. Those same people in the corner egging you on will not have your back when you in that predicament. You cannot live your life for other people. 
You cannot live your life trying to appease other people. You cannot live your life trying to gain a reputation that people around you feel is what you deserve. You have to be this and you have to be that. You can't take no stuff. And if you do, you distant. And if you that, and you can't be weak. The strongest thing that you can do is be authentically you. That's the strongest thing you can do in this world is be authentically yourself. Not defined by what other people think you should do or how people think you should be. You being true to you and ignoring every person who's trying to dictate your life is the biggest form of strength that any one of us can display while we're here on this earth. We cannot allow people and their expectations of us and their expectations of how we deal with situations define us. That is something that we as an African-American community have suffered from. We use the word suffer because there are so many people in jail right now because of principle. There are so many people who lost their rights as a citizen because of principle and expectations. You live in the hood and, and the shy is a good example of this. You got the one kid who's super smart to the point he's acting out because he's not challenged. And everybody around him who are of a mature mind say, you need to go and take this opportunity to go to a different school and create better opportunities for yourself. And that's for most people is a no brainer, but he's battling with what he truly wants to do, which is to better himself and be in a better environment and what he thinks other people want him to do. The expectations that he feel other people put on him. If I leave the community, they're going to say I'm a sellout. If I leave the community, they're going to call me a nerd. If I get good grades, they're going to look down on me and say, people do that because they jealous of you. That's something, if you're an adult now, the same people who was rooting for you to do the wrong thing was jealous of you. They were jealous of the fact that you were able to be bold enough and courageous enough and smart enough to do what you needed to and wanted to do versus trying to be slow or dumb. And I shouldn't say that, but you know what I'm saying? And instead of lowering yourself to fit in, you rose above to stand out. And it's the people who don't know how to do what you've done who are the main ones. Oh, he a lame. He a square. He don't know nothing. He just a sellout. Them the same people who jealous of you because they don't have the courage or the know-how to do what it is that you're doing. Stop letting people dictate how you should live your life. Stop letting other people set expectations of how you should respond to things. Be bold and courageous in who you authentically are. And here's the best part about all of this. You don't have to explain yourself to nobody. You do not have to explain yourself to anyone in this world. How they think about you, what they think about you, what they think you should do. All of those things are not your business. So on this episode of Protecting Your Peace Part 2, I want to leave you with that. What other people expect of you, what other people think of you, what other people think you should do is their business and not yours. So the best thing, one of the best things you can do to protect your peace is to mind your own 
damn business. Live life according to you and how you feel and what you want to do. Life is 10% what happens to you, 90% how you respond to it. Be true, be authentic to you. Don't do anything to appease nobody else because that same person advocating for you to do the wrong thing will not have your back when push come to shove. You already know that, but yet we still get sucked into it. Be yourself. Think for yourself. Live for yourself. Mind your own business. And with that, I've said all I can say. Again, this is so, I'm so passionate about this. Every time I'm dealing with situations, people who are close to me, they hear me say it all the time. I am protecting my peace. I could be out and about, someone got a bad attitude, they trying to poke at you, I'm just going to walk away from them. I am so passionate about protecting my peace. I see too many people ruin their lives because they're trying to appease this identity, this idea of what they're supposed to be rather than being true to themselves. Don't let that be you. Be authentically you and mind your business. I've said all I can say on the topic. I hope you take heed. I would love to hear your feedback, your thoughts. How do you feel about this? How important is your peace to you? That's the question that I have. If you're listening, think about that. How important is peace of mind to you? And if peace of mind is not your top priority, I urge you to shift things in your life to make your peace. And peace is your consciousness. This is your consciousness. This is how you feel about yourself. This is how you operate in this world. Is it healthy? Is it where you want to be? And if it's not, I encourage you to do the work. Y'all have a wonderful day. Again, on this episode, I am sipping on silver 1800, two ounces with four ounces of Mr. Pure Lime Juice with ice. And you can mix it up how you want to. Or do what you want to do. Or you could just sip on your glass of water. Or you could just be laying in bed with your headphones on. Next to your spouse listening to me go on and on about protecting your peace. Whatever it is that you do, you do it for you. And you be happy in doing it. Y'all have a great day. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you soon.